Welcome back to Body Talk with Bex. So this week I actually got to sit down with my mom in person for this next section of that summer and I do apologize. I was recovering from a cold so you might hear me sniffling in the background while we're talking and we also had my puppo my little puppy wandering around as well so you might hear some you know paws patting around in the back background as well Um, so I do apologize for that I tried it as best as I could to edit some of that out so you could focus more on our conversation but anyways we continue our conversation of that summer we have a quick little recap of the last three episodes and then move right on into what happens next? So let's do a quick recap before moving on to the second half of this summer extravaganza. It's <laughs> one way to put it. Yeah. So we had that first episode with the surgery. Yeah. We had about a week in the hospital after that. Yeah. We had about two weeks in a hotel. Yep. And then we finally were allowed to come home. Which was early. Because they had yes. originally said to stay longer, but then when you went in for your recheck, it was, you're doing great, and we get to go home. Okay. And then we finally get home, and I think we had about four weeks. Yeah, we were going to have to go back in, like, four weeks, and just laid low, and John hung out with you a lot, and you came to work with me, and you, I signed you up for a sewing class. Just things that were mellow, that you could have your little tube kind of tied to you a little bit yeah so no dance classes no (laughs) dance classes no nothing nothing super active you were just we were you were still healing yeah so okay so this next section is going back to seattle after that yes which was supposed to be actually a super fun trip we were gonna go up for two nights and we were you had always wanted to stay at this one hotel and i found out it was tied to our timeshare i got us two nights there was downtown fancy had the big piano in the lobby and you just had always wanted to be inside that that place and it's smack dab downtown so the idea was we fly in we check in get the lay of the land get the doctor out of the way in the morning you know go shopping in the afternoon and then and then fly out go shopping a little bit more even the next day and then and then fly out so just two nights which may sound like a lot to do the doctor and shopping but that was what we did every single time we either went to the doctor in the zoo or we went to the doctor and we went shopping or we went to the doctor and we always did something fun so this was going to be our you know three days kind of sort of and two nights downtown have a great time get rid of that last tube Woo! Yeah, it was supposed to be a quick little visit to the doctor. Carry on, get you back in school. Yeah. Because it was still summer. Yeah, it would have been August at this point. Yeah. And so, obviously, something went wrong. Something went horribly wrong. (laughs) 
because we had an awesome plan we did. going. We did. We we did. Yeah, and it and it started. You know, in hindsight, it it started. There were clues on the way up there mm. because that was the plane flight that you were talking about, where you were you were uncomfortable, had to pee. You know, when we were stuck on the tarmac because Seattle, they always like to drive the last three miles to the <laughs> gate. You know, you land and then you drive you taxi three miles. For forever. For, yes. And and then for whatever reason, they didn't open the doors and we just sat there and listened to music and it was the sound of music and you had to pee and you were miserable. And, you know, you got off that plane and we went straight to the bathroom. And, you know, normally we would go check into the hotel and then, you know, go truck around downtown a little bit and instead you know you, by the time we got to the hotel you had to pee again which wasn't that unusual because you know you that's all we were doing all summer was peeing <laughs> um, so you know <laughs> and, and measuring and measuring we didn't really think about it that much that you were a little bit more uncomfortable or edgy again hindsight's a beautiful thing you know right if you were quieter on the plane you were usually more talkative you definitely would have been you know, checking everything out. And instead, you know, we parked and, well, we didn't park. It was valet parking, you know, and the the guy, you know, kind of looked at you funny with your, because you walked funny and you looked a little funny. And, um, you know, you didn't have that at the Vance. And, yeah. and you had actually been fairly sheltered all summer from anyone who would have looked at you funny. Yeah. So that made you a little uncomfortable and it took forever to check in. I remember that. And I mean, it took forever to check. They were slow. Yeah. And you had to pee again. And by the time we got to the room, you just wanted to lay down and rest. And I thought, okay, well, you're just stressed out about tomorrow. Totally understandable. They're going to take that last two, but you had been a little bit not happy about that anyway. Yeah. So we just went, we went to bed basically. My so. my memory of this specific trip is very patchy. Yeah. Which listeners will find out why in a minute, but I don't have a lot of memories of arriving and checking in and being at that hotel. Yeah. But I do remember it taking a long time, but it also could be my perception of that time also is could be off, too. Well, I think you know? it's because you were uncomfortable having to wait to pee yeah which we weren't aware of you weren't you know saying that so much it was just you had to pee and it's, again you always had to pee so right um, so does your aunt Jean for that matter so you know <laughs> it wasn't that unusual for me to be looking for a bathroom and trying to find a place for somebody to pee but uh, Jean's gonna love that you were uncomfortable and that's right. what was the difference right you were a little more uncomfortable than you had been but you've been uncomfortable all summer. So, again, right. there's that hindsight. Of that this is a different uncomfortable. Yeah, and I like to beat myself up about it. So, it's like, yeah, I should have seen it coming. No, I mean. <laughs> no, I, It's I, a I, very I, slight I, difference. It, it was a very slight difference. But, you know, I there you go. So, and the, the room was, was small. Again, Jean and I are sharing a bed. We give you your own bed. It was bigger than at the Vance. It was nicer than at the Vance. But you wanted... You know, the blinds closed and you wanted it dark, which, again, is unusual is for you. And um, I'm a very curtains wide open, let the sun in through the window, even in Seattle when there is no sun. <laughs> and you just wanted to go to bed. So, and yeah. I just thought you're tired and stressed out. You know, I would be. It had been a rough summer. 
for crying out loud. You know, it's like, if you don't feel yeah. like partying, I, I understand. Let's just get the doctor, let's get on the other side of the doctor's appointment and then we'll have some fun and, and I'll make you smile. Right. And that, that didn't happen, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was again, the plan. So, right. Yeah. And then, you know, the next morning for the doctor's appointment, they had prescribed a, a Valium pill to calm you down because they were going to be yanking a tube out of you and you were going to be able to see it because it was going to be through your belly button. Right. And you're going to be wide awake. It's just in the doctor's office. They're just going to, you know, pull that out of there. Right. And so it was just supposed to calm you down, which again, in hindsight, you don't do well with anything no. that's supposed to calm you down. It's no. going to have absolutely the opposite effect. I have always had this... Always. <laughs> yeah. And, but there hadn't been that many times at this <clears throat> point, at this point, there hadn't been that many times that we had given you something that I knew that. So it had been when you were a toddler, they amped you out a couple times before surgery when they give you something to calm you down. And next thing you're bouncing off the walls before surgery. <laughs> and, and afterwards, after this episode, there were a few times where they bounced you off the walls. Yeah. But at this point, I didn't know that it was going to do that to you. Right. So we gave you Valium. <laughs> so that didn't work. <laughs> that, did, that didn't work That well. did not work. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and then again, it was a lot of waiting on this, this this trip. We went to the waiting room. There was a lot of waiting there, which is slightly unusual for that office. And, you know, you had to give a pee sample, which is totally normal. You always do that. And then we had to wait, you know, for them. To, they were busy. Yeah. And, but... Again, what was unusual was when Dr. Mitchell came in, you always let him do whatever, pretty much, and you would not let him cut the thread and pull the tube. Yeah, I you, wanted to cut it. You had a holy meltdown. I, yeah, I do remember being very adamant that I wanted to cut it and you shredded it out yeah you were you were you curled your legs up over your stomach you hid the tube okay you, i don't remember that yeah, you threw <laughs> an 11 year old throwing a holy and it was like what is wrong with you and again it was very very out of character for you to have a display like that in front of him i would say to just be really irrational i mean i could not talk you down off this ledge there was no talking you down there was no there, you were just on another planet. and Do you think maybe I was just sensitive of that area and maybe I, on some level in my brain? I think you... I already knew there was an issue. I think, I think you were sick and we didn't know it. I think you were higher than a kite on Valium. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and yeah, I you were just inconsolable. And I think actually the the cutting the cutting the thread i think was a gauntlet that was thrown by down by one of the doctors it's like well then why don't you cut it yes and you pull it out and and you said okay and yeah. they handed you the scissors as a doubling down and yeah. you cut that thread you pulled that tube out <laughs> which was long, it was longer than, than i expecting. thought it would be <laughs> <laughs> and and then you promptly threw up all over the floor. That I remember. Yeah, you threw up everywhere. Which, again, we blamed on being overly, overwrought, the Valium. Yeah, I mean, uh, he being, said it would, would be, be expected, yeah. too. 
Yeah, and that you pulled it out yourself, and oh my god, that was really gross. Yeah. And so the the throwing up there wasn't that big of a deal. But the thing is, after that, you had to settle down, pull your little self together, because now they were going to teach you how to calf. Because, mm-hmm. and that took, you know, a fair amount of time because, you know, they, and you, they never fed that tube into you. You did it yourself from that very from first feed from the get-go. So they brought, you know, a pack of calves and then you had to practice feeding it in, you know, the gloving up, mm-hmm. cleaning the area, how to do it without making a mess all over the place, which yeah. we really, I have to say, never mastered. And I don't think we were ever that messy. As long as I was kneeling in front of you holding a cup, but we never, like, I think we were supposed to cap into the toilet, and we never mastered that. That is a small space, I have to say. <laughs> we never mastered that. It was always into something else and then dump the something else into the toilet. Yeah. We, we never managed to do that whole loop without, that would have gone everywhere. Anyway, probably TMI for a lot of people. Well, whatever but system we decided to go with, it worked for us. It worked for us. It worked for you. I... Again, we were there for at least an hour after that because then they had to get us catheters to go home with. Right. You know, get the prescription, make sure you were really honestly comfortable with it, that I was comfortable with it because for some reason they thought after your meltdown that you were going to let anybody, including your mother, near your belly button. Nope. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and then then they they sent us home, or not home, but back, but- to, back to the hotel and, you know... That was when we were supposed to go have a good time shopping, and you yeah. were shot. We were done. Yeah. We were done. You went back to the hotel, and you went to bed, and I don't think you really remember anything after that. No. No, I don't. I wish I didn't. I, I vaguely <laughs> remember a dark room, and I vaguely remember a housekeeping, bringing extra sheets. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to... You slept all all day and all night that's when we were realizing something was really going wrong and we were supposed to you know go shopping and then fly back but early early that morning and I want to say like you know before 5 a.m that's when you started throwing up and you know first thing was try to get a hold of the nurse and second thing is I had changed our plane tickets I mean there's all this stupid stuff that had to happen I had to try to get a late checkout you know, it's like, we're, guys, we're not going to be out of here by 11, clearly. Yeah. We, we need a later checkout. We'd already been asking for extra towels and sheets, and they were already not happy with us. I had to get a hold of that airline, and that's, you know, automated hell, trying yeah. to get through to anybody to change a flight and try to explain why we were trying to change the flight and, and get a hold of the, the doctor's office. And, you know, because they had done a urine culture the, the day before. So right. it was like, and they What's do the a result? dip. Yeah, they yeah. do a dip and they know right away if there's an infection. Right. They, they culture it to find out what kind of bug it is. So that they can treat that so specific So they can treat bug. that specific right. infection right. And so, you know, when I called, I wasn't thinking. The nurse said it wouldn't be ready for another 24 hours. And it's like she hadn't even looked at the dip results. That was just her little automatic... We don't have the results back yet. It's like, well, you know if there's an infection or not. You might not right. know what it is, but you know there's if something. my daughter is sick. And, you know, I just, I kept having to call back to the nurse, call back to the airlines. You were getting worse. Pretty know, quickly. Pretty quickly. And this, you know, this is when the nurse said, could she possibly have the flu? 
And that's, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, hey, you never got sick. You know, I mean, you really didn't. You just did infections. That's it. So, you know, when somebody asked, you know, did you have the <laughs> flu? <it>. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you didn't really get colds or, you know, the flu yeah. or any, you know, but sure, it could be the flu. You're throwing up. Sure, I guess it could be the flu. Where would you have gotten flu? I don't know. Why don't you look at the dip? <laughs> Which, of course, I didn't say and I should have. But it was clear we had to get out of where we were yes, ASAP. So I'm also calling the Silver Cloud, seeing if we can switch over to their place. And, you know, it's a Friday, so it's like I have to get through to the doctor's Busy. office pretty soon here. And trying to get out of, you know, get, I almost said the name of the hotel. Trying to get out of the hospital, out of the You could the say hotel. the name of the hotel because it's changed names. It has changed hands. It was, it's the beautiful, it's the Roosevelt, downtown Seattle, yeah. you know. We probably should go try to stay there again. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But, you know, we packed everything up, but we had to wait for the valet to bring us our car. So you can barely stand up. You're in your pink nightgown and little pink yeah. robe. I loved this night set. It was from Nordstrom's, and I felt like a fancy little princess in it. Yes. Well, my fancy little yeah. princess couldn't stand up on her own in the lobby. Yeah. And, you know, we had to wait for 15 minutes to get the car, and I actually have, like, the little pink hospital bucket under your face in case you throw up in it. And we could not get to the Silver Cloud faster. That was just... That was just a nightmare. It was not the right hotel to for be sick. sick kids. No. Yeah. Well, you weren't sick when we checked in. I know, know but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so here's here's the polar opposite. I mean, they were looking at us like we were lepers. And you get to the Silver Cloud, and I help you out of the car. Jean sits down on a lobby couch with you, and they were so nice and so sweet. They carried our luggage up to the room. They helped us with you. We got you into bed. You immediately threw up in the bed. Mm. And, you know, Jean started to apologize and say, if you just bring me sheets, I'll take care of it. And I've got you in the bathroom already. And, you know, he just waved Jean away and said, I will take care of it. And he just immediately started changing the bed. So, I mean, it was just like the polar opposite of where we had just come from. It's like we, right. almost, we almost cried, you know. It was like, yeah. you know, we're, we've got help, you know. But when I had you, while he was doing that and Jean was with him, I was in the bathroom with you. And can I just say, you were cathing yourself this whole time. Every time we went to the bathroom, which was frequently, you did the whole... Still functioning somehow. You were functioning. And and you were putting that little catheter in and you were do, putting the gloves on. You were doing the whole thing you were supposed to do. So it was like, you're so functional. You just learned how to do this. How sick can you really be, you know, apparently, apparently really, sick. Apparently really <laughs> sick because then you asked about the farmer that was in the bathtub and there, there was no farmer in the bathtub at all, um, <laughs> which you realized something was wrong when I looked at you and you just said, never mind, because you knew you had said something that wrong, but you couldn't really tell what was wrong. Cause, <laughs> and so we put you in the other bed. And when I went to go flush the toilet, everything it was it had this green hue to it and can I just say your pee was bubbling too as we as you were cathing yours I never mentioned that before but when you cathed yourself like the last five times that you cathed and it went into the little container I was holding put it in it had that weird 
it had a hue to it and it was a little bubbly I don't know different than it was just weird mm. and you know so basically you have green coming in and out of you all ends and lovely um, so it was after hours at this point yeah. So, you know, I, I called the on-call pediatrician urologist, and thank God Mia answered. And, you know, I just started, you know, telling her, she's like, I'll meet you in the emergency room. And so we left that man making up the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, we, we pulled up, and, uh, you know, Jean just dumped us off at the entrance and then went to find a parking spot. And I pretty much carried you in, and you were asking if we were at the airport, and, you know, I, I just went right into the check-in desk and you just laid down. That's one way to get attention. You just laid right down on that check-in desk like you were just going to take a nap there. And um, that was the way to get right into the back. Apparently. Right, right into the back. Just one look at you and they Clearly just... there's something wrong with that child. Yeah, yep. They had me carry you back and I, they put you on a, I put you on a table with little wheels and they just took you right in the back and then they and then they brought Jean in there I remember someone tapping on my wrist yeah and me asking what are they doing yeah and Jean said don't worry about it yeah because she didn't want to freak me out that they were about to stick a needle in my wrist yeah. oh you didn't even you didn't even care you basically watched her do it and this yeah. is the you know the person that had to be put out for IVs you were just in la la land the only thing it concerned you was that you threw up and had green bathroom issues on your pink nightgown. Yes, I remember that. And you were very concerned about the mess, yes. and you were apologizing to everyone for making a mess. And uh, the this same person that was just patting your, your hand and shoving the IV into your hand, mm -hmm. um, she carefully, because I was so afraid they were going to have to cut it off of you, she carefully removed that nightgown. It was so sweet. She rinsed it out, and she put it in a bag for us to take. So wow. she's handed it to Jean. So yeah, so you immediately got uh, fluids, um, but you were, you were, your body movements started getting very jerky. I can't really explain it. You were very agitated, very jerky. Is spastic. Everything was everything was green, and you were spastic. So there you go. And then we met this blonde-haired doctor, who I still don't know what her name is, and I don't care, and I don't like her. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she was in charge of you for the whole week. And there you go. They stuck you in, uh, you, you're in, by this time, they had the lab results of back, and you had some infection that you had to be in a quarantined room for. You had, I think, a couple different infections. Tell you, that is how you get a private hospital room. It was get really, really sick, and they don't want you near other people. It was a nice room. Own private bathroom. Yeah, it, it was a very nice room, but yeah, so they, they, stuck you in a, in a room and everybody had to wash up and glove up and gown up before they came in and out of that room and which also kind of cuts down on people coming in and out of the room yes because it's a royal pain yes so that's also helpful So that's it for this week's episode. I know that's not the best place to leave off. You want to know what happens next, but you're going to have to wait until next week. 
So thanks for listening. Tune in next week to find out what happens after I get admitted back into the hospital again. If you enjoyed this episode, please go rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts at to help me keep going because, you know, I do all this myself. Please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com. If you're interested in coming on and sharing your own story or know someone who would like to, or if you just have questions for me that I can answer, please feel free to reach out to me. My website is www.bodytalkwithbex.com or you can reach out to me on social media.